if you look at what we didn't do in 2020, we did not adequately position how our podcast can help solve the problem of culture or issues within your culture. Because, well, quite frankly, not everybody's using them to go grow their business. Sometimes they're just doing it as a hobby. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You got with you today, the Knucklehead Stephen. And I'm going to spend some time with you today just real briefly. Listen, this podcast is specifically for those business owners, those folks who are business owners in an existing company, and those who are curious about how 2020 has impacted your everyday calendar. And quite frankly, it's going to be more of the same going into 2021. I had some conversations over the course of the past week to two weeks with business owners talking about how, you know, regardless of how the U.S. election has turned out here, that they are going to be successful no matter what. Right. And I think that that mindset is a very healthy one to have. You know, almost every single one of these podcasts, what we try to do is we try to include a time where we can just focus 100% of our attention with a business owner to talk about what their mindset is, what their attitude towards mistakes and screw ups have been, and how that's applicable going into the new year. And not necessarily even just a new year, it's always either a new quarter, a new problem. And I'm very thankful for everybody who's been a part of this show. Last week we had, you know, Alpha Coffee CEO on Carl Churchill. He's, you know, former military folks. They bring a very, very unique perspective whenever they start looking at business problems and categorizing them as kind of military operations and, and going through the process of getting through, you know, a range or some type of simulated combat situation. So Carl did a really good job of, of talking about if you're not taking risks, if you're not essentially trying new things, not necessarily things that haven't been done before, but things that haven't been done before in your business. So it's, it's very unique to you. Then you're not going to grow. And oh, by the way, you're going to screw up. You're going to make mistakes. And it's, it's unrealistic to expect uh, anything differently. Culture is also something that we, we haven't talked a whole lot of. If you look, if you look at Knucklehead Podcast uh, over the last 12 months, and even if you look at, back into some of our content into 2019, very little was on the subject of culture and how culture, the screw ups, the mistakes, the attitude towards failure in the organization, uh, how that can drastically impact, you know, the, the speed in which new ideas, the speed in which new lines of business, the speed in which, you know, optimization can take place for revenue recognition within a company. And I find that to be true, not just in, in my own experience with dealing with organizations that don't like talking about doing new things, but that have this culture where the executive team wants to be you know, kind of one of the boys or one of the girls, you know, they, they want to be a buddy and not understanding their place that Marine Corps, we call that fraternization where, you know, you have this separation between the enlisted and the, and the officer folks simply just because things can get confusing whenever you have relationships at the executive level that are different than the relationships down at the, I guess, the working class level and how that culture, it's difficult to be able to support interpersonal relationships, developing, growing, and that subsequent banter and some of the, the messy middle that happens within the organization, unless you can have some clear left and right lateral limits. In today's, you know, geodiverse very highly fragmented remote workforce. It's difficult to do that. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about five steps, essentially, to carving out your niche going into 2021, given what we learned from the scripts of 2020. <laughs> so we're just going to talk real quick about this. This is a down and dirty one before we have Jay Johnson and Davin Morso uh, teed up for the next few weeks here on Knucklehead. So Jay Johnson, just real quick, he's the host of Expertish Podcast. 
Uh, he's also a real estate investor. He's a very savvy individual when it comes to setting up your finances in a way to put you ahead. He runs a real estate brokerage firm called uh, the Landing Collective out in San Diego, military community, but he's got his tentacles all throughout the country. Essentially, if you're a military real estate agent or you're in the real estate sector in any way, shape or form, Jay Johnson's one of those folks that you're definitely going to want to connect with. He's also got a podcast. So go over there and subscribe, rate and review. He has a 19 year old named Jack Murray is his name. Lance Corporal Jack Murray, who's stationed out, out near Virginia, who's already got his first real estate investment property bought. And the mortgage is 100% paid for, leveraging the business principles that Jay had taught him over the course of the last few months. Davin Marceau, he's a, he's a COO for Access. He's also a mainstay on, on Access Points podcast. He's got his own podcast uh, with Cody Strait, also called The Upward Spiral, where essentially they dive in into an unapologetic approach to leadership and mindset and how, and how drastic uh, the difference is between organizations that approach problems with a, uh, with a mindset that it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's unique. It's just very raw, real, uh, very similar to the way that I think Jocko and, and Leif, whenever they started using military tactics to approach organizations with Echelon Front, I think it, what Cody and Davin are doing are, is, is pretty special. Anyway, Davin Marceau is going to be a guest on the Quet Podcast here uh, relatively soon. So anyway, we're going to dive right in. So Knucklehead Podcast brought to you by Manscaped. Essentially, go use that that promo code Knucklehead to get 20% off on all of your favorite Manscaped products. So just real quick, to be specific, I was talking to a mom this past week at a holiday party, and her son and her daughter, I'm not, okay, not going to get real specific, have issues with stinky feet. And listen, I've, I've talked about this particular product more than once. It's called Foot Duster over at Manscaped. So use the promo code Knucklehead and you can go get 20% off of Foot Duster on your holiday products, your, your stocking stuffers. You're going to want to go do that. Again, that's Manscaped. And just telling her about you know what this product does, it's like deodorant for your feet. And I know that sounds disgusting, but amongst the other products that they have over there at Manscaped, they, they call it the lawnmower. They've got some, you know, some, some skincare type products for your face and other private areas, but I'm talking about feet. And this mom wanting to get a product now where her kids have to deal with these nasty foot odor, kind of embarrassing type things that they don't want to have to talk about. <laughs> this mom's now got a solution. So she can go over to Manscaped, type in the code knucklehead, get 20% off and solve her children's stinky feet problems. And she's also got herself a stocking stuffer gift. So if you want to do that same thing, fantastic. Go support them. They support us. Very, very great uh, organization over at Manscaped doing some good things, not just with veteran podcasts, but also to help keep this thing going. Anyway, all right, just real quick, we're going to do down and dirty five steps of using what we've learned in 2020 to better forecast and uh, orient yourselves for 2021. All right. So if you look at what we didn't do in 2020, we did not adequately position how our podcast can help solve the problem of culture or issues within your culture because well, quite frankly, because not everybody's using them to go grow their business. Sometimes they're just doing it as a hobby. So I think that if you take a look specifically at what, what a podcast does in the role of building new business and business development, go back and listen to the episode that we did with Max uh, Altschuler over at, uh, he's a VP of product marketing over at uh, outreach.io. He actually was very pivotal in creating uh, the community at Sales Hacker where they want to leverage technology and applications in order to circumvent and shorten the, the sales process. I think it's a very uh, ingenious way of doing it. It's very difficult to do if you've got a team of 10 or more. 
uh, one, just because you've got competing agendas that take place. I believe that, you know, based off of what we have done in, in 2019, that there was an opportunity for us to carve out more business in 2020, leveraging our podcast. And that's what we did. We've, we've actually onboarded 10 new business to business podcasts over the course of this calendar year. Some of them have continued to produce new episodes. Some of them have stalled production and some of them are in pre-production right now. But essentially this number one step would be to specifically use your podcast to go grow your business. Now, that seems very general. If you want to get into more specifics, there's some really, really good examples out there in the marketplace. Spencer Shaw over at PodKit comes to mind. There's some, a few other ones and feel free to reach out to me on social media channels or uh, directly over at Steven at knucklehead.agency. If you want to find out more specifically who I can point you to, uh, Dan Walshman over at Edgy Conversations podcast has done a really good job. He's like an endurance athlete who does a really good job of speaking directly to the problems that organizations are trying to avoid conflict inside their inside their organization when it comes out as confused mixed messaging to their audiences. All right. So that's step one. Step one is being able to carve out how to grow your business uh, using a podcast. We're working with a prospect right now that we had on one of our podcasts as a guest. And now that entire organization is looking at carving out a, a specific podcast series as a way to inform what their social media content is going to look like over the next six months. Uh, now that everybody's working remotely, 90 some odd percent of their entire business has shifted to to remote work, uh, whereas before it was closer to like 12%. So it's a ridiculous amount of folks. All right. So the second thing you're going to do is you're going to want to talk about where they fit in terms of your uh, of your marketing. Are they top of funnel activities? Are they are they more of educational type series like post sale? Is it where do they fit in your buyer's journey? I hate using that term all the time. Really, it's just where can you poke somebody in the forehead to get somebody's attention? And then how can you keep that attention for longer than just a few minutes at a time? That's really where the rubber meets the road in terms of how you're going to be able to leverage your podcast uh, in order to grow your business. So where does your podcast fit and is it connected to the micro content that you're generating where you can get folks attention across other social media channels or the time that it takes in order to collect somebody's email address to, to put them into your nurture sequences to get email campaigns going. Third thing, again, just to review real quick, one, defining specifically how your podcast fits into growing your business Two, where they fit in the customer journey and where they fit into the process. Three would be if you're not a strong program manager or if you're not a, you're not a great project manager, there are applications that you can use to schedule tasks and activities and repeat. However, here's where things get lost in translation pretty quickly, right? So the lack of strategic planning that we did in 2019 has led to, you know, sporadic type of growth in 2020, where we know all of what 2020 did, changing the messaging of being able to speak directly to what people may be experiencing while they're at home, whether or not they agree with masks mandates or, you know, whether or not they're, they're overly political and they're in their social or entertainment type activities. You can, you can learn to speak the language of your, of your intended audience when you're trying to make a decision. And I think one of the biggest problems that it's like, it's like a well-intended use of a CRM. Uh, a CRM is meant to just attract sales activity. However, if it doesn't directly impact a business goal or aggregate and consolidate activity on multiple applications, so you can bring in multiple applications and reduce friction to have to 
have other applications talk to each other. And that that's not necessarily what your strong suit was coming into this, this new project. Although it sounds like a really good idea, it's probably not going to work out great for you and your business. A lot of times, small business owners, they want to start a podcast or they want to start a content marketing campaign, not understanding that unless they have all you know 15 to 25 steps carved out in order to adequately address the need for content in their business, it's going to be very difficult to try to train either a VA or somebody else to help augment your production and you still continue to go grow your business. However, if you are working with a third party, they can help circumvent that process, which leads me to steps four and five, right? So again, just to review, have you defined where a podcast fits into growing your business? Second, what role does it play uh, in your customer's journey? And how can you use that podcast to subsequently distribute content across other areas within your customer's buying process. Third, unless you have some type of project management software or a, you know, something like Monday or, or Slack or even Trello uh, to outline some steps and then make it repeatable for each individual episode or how that project can be mapped out and, and each these individual episodes kind of fit into a little mini series, uh, you're going to struggle with uh, consistently creating content. Right. Fourth, fourth is a process. What is your process for, for obtaining either new guests new topics uh, or relevancy whenever you come in and, and communicate about your organization or, or your business. Uh, Gartner released, Gartner is a, a, a huge information management services company. They, they do a very good job at leading, having analysts just dive deep into these, into these projects. They did a webinar a couple of weeks ago about, uh, about managing content and using, breaking down these silos of communication that different sales teams have when it comes to distributing content their solve was to have a repeatable locked-in process that one person was in control, not just of creating content, but of always just reducing friction and also not having duplicate content or duplicate topics talking about. So you may have a sales leader come in and talk about communicating with the, with the procurement process for state and local government versus somebody coming in and, and talking to a marketing director about how to reduce friction between your web activity and what your email list is up to. So uh, completely relevant information to the sales process, but distinctly different on where it fits into your buyer's journey. So one person in control of that process and making sure that everything is, is talking together, or at least communicated, whether it be a report, a task list or something uh, repeatable where you can come back to your team and make sure that you're optimizing. Last step is design. So one of the prospects that we had talked to in 2019, they wanted to use uh, their show to attract small business owners to come in and talk to them about their tax service. Uh, and rather than us design a, you know, essentially a content generating engine for them to constantly reach out to uh, those small business owners and have them come in to talk to them about what their plans were. What we did is we designed the name of their show, the color sequence, the essentially everything that, that made it look attractive from the outside but did not work underneath the hood on consistently generating uh, new leads for this person to go talk with. So the design and how, with the intended goal of your show, unless you're very deliberate in, in building out underneath the hood in conjunction with all those kind of superficial type of elements uh, that are related with branding, this could be wasted motion for you and your business, right? So we learned that in 2019, we tried to apply that to how we designed new shows going into 2020. And it's been an absolute 
fantastic ride going through 2020. And we had some significant, I mean, honestly, there were some, some scary times in 2020, given, you know, the impact and revenue that, uh, that happened to our business, but you know, we're trajectory from a trajectory standpoint, things are looking good going into 2021. And that's my hope for you that you're not listening to this thinking, gosh, man, what could I have done? You know, if it's December of 2021, what could I have done now in December of 2020 to prevent all of this wasted motion for content generation, new content, new topics, and how this podcast can essentially inform your social media management and video series needs uh, across uh, different channels. Gosh, what could I have done differently? So those are the five things that we, that we have found uh, the most helpful to essentially carving out your niche using your podcast going into 2021. So to review podcasters role and how it helps to grow your business Two, where it fits in your customer's journey. Three, leveraging the right program management software. Four is your process. And five is the the design of that show, working underneath the hood to make sure that you have a consistent process to generate new leads, new guests, new folks coming onto your show all the time. So anyway, Stephen over at Knucklehead Podcast, just wanted to get you some information about down and dirty things that we've screwed up over the course of the last 12, 18 months or so relating to our podcast and the subsequent podcasts that we produce over at Knucklehead Media Group. My suggestion is you reach out and touch somebody, go out and connect with Justin. He's our director of content strategy over at Knucklehead. You can find him over at Justin Sherlittich on LinkedIn. I believe it's just Sherlittich on Twitter. You can connect with us on Twitter over at Knucklehead MG. And you can also go and download, listen to, subscribe, rate, and review our network of different podcasts on Spotify, on iTunes. Go over and rate and review Knucklehead Podcast. We just brought on Upward Spiral. Upward Spiral is an, another high-quality podcast that Devin and Cody have been putting together. Uh, Access Points still continues to lead the way, kicking tail and taking names in the health technology space. So Access Points is a great opportunity to go listen to thought leadership from one of the most seasoned and experienced and successful entrepreneurs here in the DFW area, health tech software platform, where they talk about things that they've done in their business, working remote for the last 20 years, and how it's helped grow and inform their business. So So with that, just wanted to get that message out to you. Quick podcast recording, five things to do to carving out your niche going into 2021 from mistakes that we've learned here in 2020. So appreciate you guys. Again, Stephen at Knucklehead Podcast or Stephen at Knucklehead.agency. You could reach out, connect. Look forward to chatting with you. Have a good rest of the day, y'all. See ya.